everybody. I'm Lynn Petrek, Senior Editor at Progressive Grocer, and welcome to Top Women in Grocery. Uh, it's a podcast focused on the trends, topics, and interests that move women forward in grocery retail. In this podcast, we shine a light on extraordinary women in the grocery industry who've had successful careers and interesting lives. And today, our top woman in grocery is also a top trailblazer in grocery, um, Mary Ellen Adcock, who we uh, honored at the recent Top Women in Grocery Gala in uh, Orlando uh, with the Trailblazer Award, and she was featured in our June issue as well. So welcome, Mary Ellen. Thank you, Lynn. I'm glad to be here. Just a little bit of background on you. I'm just going to share a little bit of your bio, if that's okay. Uh, She is SVP of Operations for the Kroger Company, responsible for all supermarket stores and divisions. She leads the company's strategy to improve the customer experience for 11 million shoppers a day while creating a better workplace for 480,000 associates across nearly 2,800 stores. She also leads in asset protection, process change, productivity improvement initiatives, and enterprise food safety. She joined Kroger in 1999 in the company's manufacturing division, and she held several manufacturing leadership positions, including human resources manager, general manager, regional operations manager. Uh, Mary Ellen was promoted to vice president of Delhi Bakery Manufacturing in 2009 and 2012 was promoted to VP of Natural Foods, then to VP of Merchandising and Operations for the Columbus Division two years later. She's also an active community member, and maybe we'll hear a little bit more about that as well. And she sponsors Kroger's Young Professionals Associate Resource Group. So that's a little background on you. Thanks again for joining us today. Great. Thank you. So you mentioned one of the things I was struck by in your um, speech at the Trailblazer Award um, in our recent grocery industry week in Orlando, you talked about how it was almost fate that you got into this industry, that you um, went to Kroger, to the grocery store when you were young. Tell us a little bit about that, maybe how it shaped your career. Yeah, it did. It shaped me actually as a person and my career. So for me, I grew up in a small town, Madisonville, Kentucky, and for us, going to the grocery was not just a shopping trip. It was an event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so Kroger has been really part of my life uh, as far as I can remember. And the main thing is that it was really uh, so integral to the community. And mm-hmm. that's what really made it special. And also, it was fun to go there, uh, not just from you know, all that it had to offer as you know providing food for the family, but also as an experience. And so that's what really connected me early to say, hey, I love this. I want to be part of this industry that really makes a difference for people and this company. So I knew that Kroger was a great brand and a great company and a trusted company that I wanted to be a part of. And so uh, when I had a chance to become part of the Kroger company in 1999, I was thrilled because I'd grown up with it. And, and so that really means a lot to me, both as a person and for a career. And that's what's so great about it is our connection to people and communities. Then that's the perfect segue because I was going to bring up another thing you talked about. You had um, a, a customer, Kelsey, who had a wedding and had an issue with a wedding. So how is that illustrative of your approach to grocery retail and Kroger's approach to how you helped save her wedding? <laughs> Yeah, it just it's a it's a great example of what our associates do every day. They just mm-hmm. love to take care of our customers and really when you go and we talk to associates after we have these great stories and they'll always say I was just doing my job. You know that's they believe it is that that's what that they're here to do. And so at the center of our go to market strategy is the customer experience and the associate experience. And that example of you know Kelsey, where she had her woke up on her wedding day and learned that her bakery was not going to be able to provide the cake and cookies, 
and then her guests going down to the Kroger and our team coming together and making a beautiful cake and um, cookies for her that day. And the thing that was so special about it is that the very next day, she sent us a picture and a thank you note saying, you saved my wedding. And so it just, it it really warms your heart. And again, this Mm -hmm. was the same thing when we talked to the store afterwards, they said, this is just what we do. And we wanted to make it special for her. And we have examples of that all over the country where our customers really just want to uplift. Absolutely. And has that shaped the people, the sense of people and community? How's that shaped your own career? And if you could share a little bit about that. Well, actually, so I learn from our associates every single day, mm-hmm. and it really is that approach of the customer first. So really leading by our values and um, our go-to-market strides, which has the customer and the associates at the center. And so that's really been that guiding principle for Kroger and all about my career is to what is what is the customer saying, and that's going to change over time. And we continue to adapt uh, with the customer, whether it's the experience at the store or the evolution of digital and shopping online and how we bring them together, that's emerging mm-hmm. with the customer. And then also really saying, how do we make the, the job easier for the associates? Because the associate experience empowers the customer experience. And so the two are very intertwined. And that really is the, the center at all of our decisions and keeping those at, at the first foremost of, as we make decisions and, and process changes. And what about the people around you? Who are some of your earliest influencers, Mary Ellen? And then how, at the same time, are you influencing others, especially maybe as part of this resource group that you sponsor? Yeah, so I'm super fortunate to have incredible parents. And so they have been very supportive of me. Uh, my father was an entrepreneur and uh, he has myself and, and my sister. And so he was always very much an advocate of supporting us as females, that we could be Mm -hmm. successful in business and giving us confidence and the ability to do that. And then my mother uh, worked for the community college and always supporting first-generation college students. So she was also a very advocate of education. And so I was very fortunate um, not only to to go to college, but then also working for Kroger, uh, had participated in what's now called Feed Your Future, which is a best-in-class program where we provide $21,000 per year annually of education assistance. And so that combination of support for work ethic and just that support that you can do anything you put your mind to along with education is how I, I really have been very beneficial uh, to have that support in my life for, for my parents. And then as you go through that, I've also had tremendous uh, mentors and inspiration with the Kroger company. So, for example, when I was in the Columbus division, I had a great team of female leaders and and all leaders, but particularly female leaders that really taught me about how you can lead in business and also have a family. And I learned that from my team. Uh, and, and that's a great that, you know, we learn from all different uh, parts of the organization. Your team can be a great place uh, to get inspiration, which then leads into the last part of your question is then now we all have the responsibility to be mentors, to pay it forward, to support others, to uplift each other. And I'm also fortunate to be the executive sponsor of our Young Professionals Associate Resource Group. And we have a number of associate resource groups. And those are also just to find that connection with people that uh, other individuals can connect to for mentoring, for personal development, 
so that everybody can continue to grow and develop in the ways that they need best. Because everybody needs to have people they can connect with in different places and parts of the organization. Yeah, and I would say, and I think you know, you, you see this probably every day in the things you do. This is more important than ever. This is so important to the younger generation, including the younger generation of women coming up. The understanding of how important these connections are and uh, these relationships are, right? Absolutely, the mm-hmm. connections and finding them in different ways is even more important. Whether it's in person, whether it's virtual, whether it's associate resource group, but having people that you can connect with and mentor is, is very important. And also, I think more important, and more than ever, it's important to also take the initiative to find those. Sometimes I think uh, people will feel like, oh, you know, it's hard to find a mentor or somebody that you connect with. You do sometimes have to just seek it out. And when you find somebody that you connect with or you see somebody that has a special skill that you want to learn from, it, it is important my experience to take the initiative to reach out to them and say, hey, I saw you giving this presentation or I saw you in this meeting or I saw you, you know, on in this virtual meeting and reach out to say, I'd like to spend some time to learn more about that or to see how you built that skill. And that's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say, hey, I'm happy to help you and they mean it, mm-hmm. but you have to reach out to them and, and nurture that relationship just like any relationship. But it's more important than ever in today's environment, for sure. And I think, you know, it started um, when we started in this industry, it was more of a male-dominated world that's changing a little bit. But what advice do you have um, for maybe some young women that are coming into this industry who are still maybe navigating a little bit of that or trying to trying to find their way and make their mark? Yeah, I, it definitely is changing, which is great. And, and organizations like this help us uplift each other and, and come together. From my perspective, it's really about thinking about kind of your your brand and how you want to show up and being thoughtful about that at any time that we're in meetings or opportunities that you have exposure really thinking about what do you what do you want people to say about that and I've used really that um, the the pie performance image exposure as sort of a framework and when you think about that uh, performance is, a, your performance. How do you, because the, the most important thing we can do is do a great job in the current job that you're in and show mm-hmm. performance and show results and show how you make a difference and really thrive in the job that you're in. At the same time, though, you want to think about your image and that's how you want to show up, your brand, what you want people mm-hmm. to say and being very thoughtful about that. And that's a place, you know, to really um, think about when you have the opportunity to, to be prepared. And, and then the other is exposure. And, and that's similar around when you have that opportunity, when you're going to be somebody that's in an influential position or, or you have a big presentation, be prepared for it. Kind of what is that elevator speech that you want people to know? What are that thing that your team is doing well that you want to make sure when you have the opportunity that you tell people about? And so I think being prepared and being thoughtful about those in advance can also be helpful when you have those moments to, to make sure that you're you know really telling your story. Mm-hmm. Well, and this industry has really been marked by and something we notice every time when we read Top Women in Grocery Awards and we read about um, betrayal blazers like you is we people have been in this industry a long time. Do you think some of that um, that longevity in the industry is possible when you deploy some of these approaches that you talked about? Oh, definitely. I think longevity is a great thing. 
And actually, the one thing that's really great about our industry is we're really now having much more of a combination of both, where we have the longevity, we have that traditional knowledge, which is very important. At the same time, as we continue to evolve, we're infusing a lot of talent from different industries, whether it be from tech industry, from communication, from um, all other parts. And that combination is really making us better for the future, especially when you bring those two together and, and you bring in new and innovative thinking combined with the longevity and the history. And that really is helping us innovate and helping us grow faster. And it's helping us have uh, better solutions for the customer and the customer experience as well. And I think that will continue as we go forward is, is that mix of how we bring in new and fresh thinking from other places combined mm. with you know, the rich history and tradition that we have in the industry as well. That's very potent. That's for sure. And then how would you describe your, your leadership style, Mary Ellen? Uh, well, uh, for me, I mean, it's it's always evolving and changing, uh, but a couple of different things is that feedback is something really to, to be cherished and to, to work hard at having avenues for feedback because it's so important that you're getting feedback and in a really 360 view because that what helps us understand what's going well and where we need to continue to involve uh, and take feedback from all level of the organization. So, so that would definitely be one. I think a next is really kind of finding your North Star. And, you know, for me, that really is that customer and the associate. And mm-hmm. so when you're making decisions, when you're prioritizing, when you're thinking forward and around the corner, really, where is, what is the customer telling us? What is the associate telling us? Keeping that uh, as your as your North Star. And the third would really be embracing change and evolution. And that we've definitely seen over the last couple of years. And I think that is certainly important for a leader of in all levels is to embrace change, embrace a evolution, and be prepared for it and evolving to it. And it, that's going to continue as we go forward and even get faster. So those would really be kind of three ways uh, that, that I would describe the leadership style. But I would also say it's evolving. I'm always looking for, okay, you know, what can, what do I need to do to be more and more effective as a leader? Because we're always learning, we're always growing. And that's the exciting thing about the industry is it is changing and we have to be able to change with it. Absolutely. And on that note, what's next for food retail and what are some big opportunities that you see in the future? It certainly hasn't been a dull decade. <laughs> yes, that is true. The, it has not been a dull decade. And the exciting thing is I don't expect the future to be dull either. Mm-hmm. I think that's really just building on the theme is expect change and expect change to even come at a faster pace than it has, which is even kind of hard to believe but the customer continues to to change and evolve. I mean, when you look at where we've been to where we are and how fast the whole uh, transformation of digital has come into the industry and how the customer really wants to be able to shop across all channels, whether that's in-store, whether it's pickup, whether it's delivery, ship to home, and to be able to move across all of the channels, that definitely will continue to evolve and move forward. And then also innovation, that this um, industry will continue to innovate as we build on those, as we continue to bring in technology more and more to improve the experience, then that's just going to continue to bring more change and evolution for, for the better. I mean, this is all great 
for the customer as it just gives them more flexibility and more convenience and more choices in the experience, which is what we, we all want to have. And preparation and innovation, those are the key words as we're kind of going forward. It's, there's more unanticipated things probably out there. Exactly. Sure. And what are some lessons that you've learned in your career, Mary Ellen, um, or advice maybe that you'd share with women who are in various stages of building their own careers? Yeah, so a couple of things about that. One, building on the theme that we talked about is around mentorship and being a mentor and having a mentor. And that is something that I really do feel like is critical and that you we all have to have mentors and again seeking them out and as as I was mentioning around taking the initiative because I had that experience one time is that I had a mentor that had said I was going to a new job and, and he said, hey, you know, I'm here if you need me. And then I had, you know, a couple of experiences. It was a challenging year. And I saw him later and he said, hey, you never called me. And that was really kind of where a light bulb went on for me to say, you know what? People do want to help you. They're there for you. But we have to reach out and not be afraid uh, to reach out and ask for help or ask, what do you think about this? Or how can I learn from that? And then at the same time, paying that forward and being a mentor to others. So, so that one I, I do think is really key and, and foundational. And then the, uh, the other uh, piece that I've learned is that it really is important to be authentic to yourself, but to be persistent and to be positive. And you can do all of those at once. And that being persistent if that's okay, you just want to do it in a positive way. And sometimes you have to be persistent. Uh, so for example, I had a situation where uh, we had a, a people decision and my leader at the time really uh, you know, did not agree with me around my recommendation. And so I, I went back three times because I really felt strongly around you know, that this person was the right decision. And, and sometimes it can be uncomfortable you know, to push back uh, on, on your supervisor, but in the right way, then it, it sometimes can be really important. And then a year later, he came back and said, you know what, that really was the right decision. And so I think it just is being authentic to yourself. You want to be positive, but you can also be persistent. And sometimes it takes that for us to you know, really kind of step out there and make decisions and lead change. And speaking really of, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Um, speaking of positivity, um, you know, in addition to honoring people in our industry, which we love to do, if, do you have an example of someone or something that on your team has done something that you're proud of that you might want to give a little bit of a shout out? So I'm really proud even, well, there's lots of things, but most recently, you know, we really stand for fresh as a, a competitive advantage for Kroger, and the team has been doing a lot of work of how do we even extend our freshness to the customer. And, we, and we've been uh, on this effort of end-to-end -end fresh, and just last week we had the great opportunity to recognize one of our stores that had gone over half a year of great consistent performance on fresh, and we surprised that team in publisher clearinghouse style, showing up with balloons, cameras, the yeah. whole nine yards to give the store team a million fuel points. And so that was really exciting in terms of how that the store 
is delivering fresh for our customers, showing we can do it consistently, leading by example for the other stores. And then we were able to recognize that store team so that they could feel good about it. And then we're also taking those videos and sharing them with other stores to, to show that this is something that we really can do. So I was super proud of the store team for delivering that, our and fresh team for the great work they're doing, and this great idea uh, to recognize the store team as well. It was really fun. You can also have fun at work at the same time. And you have a large and growing number of stores across the country. So this is important, you know, and every one of them, because every one of them have have top performers and creative thinkers and people doing things like this with fresh and other things in, in all of those stores. Absolutely. That's what makes it special. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mary Ellen. We really, really appreciate uh, you taking time with us uh, to share your insights. Great. Thanks so much. I really enjoyed the conversation and thank you very much. It's been a great honor. We appreciate it. Looking forward to the exciting things ahead in the new year. (laughs) So are we. 2023 is going to be another great year. For more information on the Top Women in Grocery podcast, please visit progressivegrocery.com slash podcast. You can also subscribe to the series wherever you typically listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, and Spotify. And if you have an idea for Top Women in Grocery podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Please reach out to me at lpcrack at ensemble.com.